There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Comedian Tommy Davidson performs live at the Bethesda Theater this Thursday night in his hometown of Bethesda, Maryland. He joined me to discuss growing up in the D.C. area before moving to Hollywood for TV shows like In Living Color and movies like Spike Lee's Bamboozled. Hey, Tommy Davidson. Hey, thanks for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. How you doing, man? You're at my hometown right now. How things going? We're good. Yeah, I know. I have so much I want to ask you about growing up around here and everything. But real quick, where where are you at now? Is that a tour bus or where what are we where are we at? No, um, we're we're in New York City in a in a very fancy, fancy bathroom. <laughs> I know. I, I saw the men's sign there on the left, and I was like, this interview's either gonna be crap or it's gonna <laughs> Uh, no, we got, we got deep before we even started hitting hit roll here, so I know it's going to be good. Um, well, anyway, we should tell everyone you're coming to the Bethesda Theater um, on Thursday, August 24th. Used to be called Bethesda Blues and Jazz, probably what you remember. I think they're rebranding it to Bethesda Theater. Either way, come right, see Tommy right. Davidson. Um, what what do we expect from from the show? Is, is it like you know, are you riffing on local growing up around here? Is it like state of the world stuff? I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, I went to high school there in yeah. Bethesda. So the, the thing about this is it's going to be really, really, really interesting what's going to happen to my mind <laughs> yeah. at that, you know, at that show, because there I am again from from age 15 through 18. Yeah. So who knows what's going to going to be, be uh, sparked? You know, I'm already I'm already I'm, I'm, in, I'm an in the moment comedian. Yeah. But boy, you wait till this show right across the street from 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 where I became who I am. So it's it's you know, you can expect the unexpected. Um maybe Obama will show up and, and that'll be pro- probably uh, pretty good. Um he knows that he, he, he doesn't know Tommy Davidson, but he does know Washington, DC, and he knows uh, knows that what what they call the DMV now. And it wasn't the DMV before. It was just Virginia, Maryland, and and, and Washington, DC. So the DMV is a whole nother thing. Um, and Obama's no longer in, uh, and and we hope Trump ain't in again. But that's just coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a damn good Obama impression. That's incredible. Uh, you have the <laughs> the speech pattern down. Um, wow. And what's hilarious is there's guys going in and out of the men's room while you're doing it. Like I'm like, there's like hey, we, might, we might as well make it. Hey, I'm a down to earth guy, man. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. That was incredible. But yes, like like you mentioned, uh, 
you went to school at Bethesda Chevy Chase for high school. Um, I know. Well, I guess you were born in like Mississippi, but you came up here around like five or something, right? So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Mem- yeah well, memories of of Bethesda Chevy Chase. Did you did you play any sports there or in theater program or like yeah, any good high school memories? There's a ton of our listeners, you know, uh, that go I'll there probably, now. I probably would have been the starting guard for for the basketball team, but I but I uh, broke my ankle in JV, you know. Wait, you um, broke your ankle or someone but, broke your ankle on a crossover? <laughs> well, well, I I actually was, was showing off because I can almost uh, I can dunk it, but I couldn't dunk it on someone. Uh, so we were ha- having a, a, a varsity practice, you know what I mean? And yeah. all of a sudden I, I decided I want to dunk on one of the big guys and land on his ankle. That was that. But that uh, opened up my boxing career. And I also got OJT a job at a hospital. You know what I mean? So that really shaped my future. Both of those things shaped my future. That's all. We're not hearing that, are we? Yeah, we should. And we're I want to hearing... tell What are yeah, we hearing? Edit that out. Is there a flushing? Look, hold on. Wait till Is there this... a flushing now, going on? Yeah, wait till, wait till, yeah, wait till this, 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 <laughs> this, this, and then we'll, you, edit. No. you'll know what to edit. No, you'll know dude, what to edit. I, I mean, I might edit it out for the radio because time is short, <laughs> but in terms of this full thing, uh i'm gonna we're gonna play off of the flushes we're gonna because i'm telling you it's reminding me rest in uh rest in peace gilbert godfrey we did an interview with him just like this and he was in his hotel and the fire alarm kept going off and he was like he was like they're trying to censor me so he played into it so we can just flush right okay okay cool well i mean the internet is like the bathroom anyway everybody gets um anybody can write something and everybody gotta read it yeah, anonymously. They're like, who dropped and exactly. who dropped that one? I don't know. <laughs> Just like the walls in the toilet. It's like, you know, like you're really going to pay attention to that, you know? <laughs> That's how the internet is now. You might as well face it. Yeah, call for a good time on the bathroom stall. Right. Uh, who does right, number right, two right. work broccoli, for? Or guess what broccoli can do for your sex life? You know what I mean? It's, it's just... <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, we just had the Broccoli City Fest here in D.C. Music Fest. Anyway, uh, we're now we're going down <laughs> the, the drain. But yeah, so we're BC- going down. <laughs> right, right, right. The rabbit yeah, hole. See? Yeah. All right. BCC High School, University District of Columbia. I think I read. Did I your earlier job before you do the stand up? Didn't you say you did something that like you worked in like kitchens in Walter Reed or bussing tables at IHOP and Wheaton? Oh, yeah. Did I see all that? Oh, yeah. Na- oh, yeah. National. Uh, all my jobs. Uh, the IHOP on Georgia Avenue and then the, the Roy Rogers on Georgia Avenue. Ah, I love Roy Rogers. Yeah, the uh Naval Medical Center in Bethesda. And then from there it was the Ramada in Bethesda. From there it was um was the Ramada in Fairfax, Virginia. And then there I did a project with Campbell's Food. I was the butcher. Um they created uh lean cuisines. Yeah. And um I worked with a guy from Rutgers who I years and years later I performed at Rutgers and he we, we reconnected. He remembered you? Um, and those were the jobs that I yeah, those were the jobs that I did before I left DC. But the first comedy job I got was at the Penthouse strip club yeah. on Georgia Avenue, where my friend asked me to try comedy. Parkview D- job Park there. Parkview DC, right? Yeah. 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 And he 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 convinced the manager to to let me go on stage. And I turned to him, I go, and finally I went down there and I said, well, what am I supposed to do? He said, just say something on the mic. Yeah. We don't care what it is, just say something. And I, and from the first thing I said, people laughed. 
you know, three to three to four months later, the place is packed every weekend and I'm going on stage at this freaking club. Yeah. And promoters start coming, start hearing about me and I start winning contests. And one year after that, I was in Hollywood one year. Wow. So you got bit yeah. by the bug and you love the feedback and you're like, I got to do this. And, and you know what the, the advice, the advice, the metaphorical advice people always get when you're nervous on stage is like, right. Imagine everyone's mm -hmm. naked, but when you're at a strip club, half the work's done for you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to. <laughs> you ain't got to. Already is. Imagine right. everyone with clothes on. <laughs> right. 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 Oh, exactly. that's great. All right. So yeah. So you moved to Hollywood then. Um, and, uh, and was it, you, lived in the same building or you met martin lawrence who also had some dc ties right i think yeah i met yeah i had met martin lawrence and dave Chappelle the same night at a comedy club i believe called garvin's and we were on open mic mm. trying to be on open mic and, and that's the night i met both of them so we, we we've been on the same trajectory for quite some time I love watching all the your all's parallel careers. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah um, keep it moving chronologically. You start performing at the famous comedy store out there. And um, is that when Robert Townsend uh, sees you uh, and, and wants you to open for him on, on HBO? Yeah, it's it's exactly the time we got there. Robert Townsend and Keenan Ivory Wayans and Eddie Murphy and that group yeah. really led the way. You know, so me and some younger comedians hit Hollywood in their in their peak right you know and that was me chris rock uh martin lawrence and, and a few comics a few few comics from from yeah. back east but it wasn't like now right where all these people are there and and all this stuff is going on no it wasn't we were sort of like the frontiers of the new generation of comics that yeah. were coming and so robert townsend saw me at at, at the, the the cluster of black clubs that were there right and they they knew me knew of me you know and they knew that i was really good so yeah. robert put me on his show and then arsenio put me on his show and then keenan put me on his show yes yeah you absolutely see? his show being in living color baby well wait was robert had robert done um hollywood shuffle yet or is it right around that time was he like telling you like hey it, i no. got this cool new movie coming out <laughs> no it actually came came out when i got there Okay. So we, we, my manager at the time took me to, he's like, I want to show you something. And I was like, okay. And he takes me to uh, Century City in LA and shows me a movie poster of Robert Townsend and Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah. Now I'd already seen Spike Lee's uh, uh, movie in DC. Wait, you mean She's Gotta Have It or you mean School, School Days? She's Gotta Have It, the first one. First one. And my manager told me there's a wave of movie makers coming. And you're here at the right time. Yep. And he was right. Because after In Living Color and during In Living Color, I went into movies. Yeah. Yeah. My my listeners will kill me if we jump straight to Bamboozled and just gloss over In Living Color, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me really quick. Really quick. I mean, it's one of the most iconic shows ever. And, you know, we, we all love SNL and, and Mad TV and all, all the rest that Chappelle's show. They're great. But there's something special about In Living Color. I guess you were there from like 90 to 95 or something. What was it like getting to like watch like, you know, Damon Wayans doing, you know, Homie the Clown or Jim Carrey doing Fire Marshal Bill and, you know, like 
let me show you something. Or only don't play that. Like iconic stuff now. And yeah, let me tell you something. All of us in hindsight, it's so iconic. But like, try to put yourself like back. Watch like, are you in the room as they're writing this stuff? Like that, like you're on the doorstep of like comedy gold as it's happening. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the eye of the storm, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, I'm living the dream. It's like it, it's like being a middle linebacker for the '77 Steelers or something. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's just like uh, you know what I mean. I'm yeah. on the team. Mm-hmm. You're in the you dynasty. Know, it's not like they're going. Yeah, it's not like they're going. Ah, eh, we're not going to give you the ball. They're going. Hey, man, your turn for the ball. Yeah, well, Tommy's going to run this play. Is that here? Tommy, 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 come here. You're going to be a part of this. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're going. Ah, eh, rookie. No, you're Frank. You're Franco Harris. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Franco. I'm Franco in there. Yep, you got it. (laughs) Or for us, John Riggins, right? I mean, come on. That's a few years later, but you know, us DC, us DC guys got to stick together. Right, right. That would be Riggo. Riggo, Riggo over the left side. Riggo over the left side. Riggo. Yeah. Ran the touchdown with the chip play that. Yeah. Against the Dolphins, anyway. Stiff farming. I know. Yeah. First Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 83, 87 season. Yeah, commanders, commanders season. long story. Yes, it's been a long, yeah, yeah. touchdown, Washington, yeah, it's, it's been a long, whatever yeah. we are now. Yeah. Yeah, but, whatever, uh, yeah, whatever you are, not the Comanches, but the yeah. commanders. Right. And Frank Herzog, who used to do that famous call, worked at our radio station for many years. You know, the touchdown, okay. Washington. Yeah. Anyway, touchdown, but, uh, we, yeah. we could sidetrack talking, you know, RFK Stadium forever, but let's keep it on track. <laughs> did you you caught it the eye of the storm did you have a favorite skit that you when they said hey franco harris get in there metaphorically did you have a favorite sketch or two that you were really proud of even oh, yeah. all these years later oh yeah spike lee my favorite sketches was when i started spike lee sammy davis jr uh especially um sugar ray Lynn. <laughs> sugar ray Lynn. you know when it comes to fighting i gotta fight the way i fight and i know it don't make sense when i talk but you like the way I kind of hesitate, but you like how I knock people out. Yeah. That, he had he had local ties too, right? Doesn't he have like a Maryland tie, Sugar Ray Leonard? Oh, Maryland tie. He's he's yeah. he's a Maryland guy. Yeah, he's a Maryland guy. You know, guy. we all looked up to him because he was the champion. He was he he was the first athletic, real athletic star yeah. out of DC that we can identify with. Yeah. Come on, he was the world champion. Yeah. Did you see that? What was that show? Uh, Did you see that documentary? Is like the Four Kings or something on Showtime? It was Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, and um, Roberto Duran. Oh, so good, right? So good. And he was the king of all of them. Yeah, he 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 took on all all comers, all comers. Yeah, yep. He was the champ during that era, so he was a great fighter. Man, we we are just. I love the way your brain works because we're like ping football, ping boxing. Bring it back to living (laughs) cost. That's right. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But anyway, you know, just, just great times. And do you think that show will go down 100 years from now? People will still be talking about what you all did on that show. I do. It already has. Yeah. It already has, man. It already has. I'm really grateful to be a part of that because I couldn't have, ri- I couldn't have uh, uh, written a better history for me than than to have In Living Color as the core of it. You know, I couldn't have did better. Now, a lot of opportunities came my way and left, and I was I was uh, uh, disappointed, really disappointed. But then In Living Color happened, and I realized now that never, never write something off. There is something greater that happens after something you wanted didn't work out. Yeah. The universe knows what's really for you. It's really true. And I, I'm telling you that from my own experience. You can read about that if you want to in my, in my book. My, my book, Living in Color, is about when I, when I touched down in Washington, D.C., my story as a, as a, as, as a child, and everything that took place all the way up to probably near today. And it's, it's, really, uh, it's really me giving back what I owe to all the people I came in contact with since I was a kid and all the good things that they told me that helped me get to where I am. So it's, it's, like, it's, like, a, it's like a GPS, you know? Oh, wow. It's the right ways to turn and the wrong ways to turn and, and how you get back around and take that exit, but no, don't take you, you know, yeah. now you got to see it, see it from a, from a higher view. So you can see, you know, it's yeah. that kind of th- thing, but I owe that. I really do. You're giving back. There's all wisdom in the pages of that, of that book. So everybody pick it up. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we want everyone to check out the book, but real quick, I do want to ask, I do, you, we teased it earlier. So we have to do the old callback payoff is mentioning uh-huh. Spike Lee's bamboozled. Um, that I mean, I know you know, do the right thing, Malcolm X. You know, all these greats get held up to as like his masterpieces. But I want people to go back and check out Bamboozle because you and Sam Savion Glover, the tap dancer, as Sleepin' E and the Man Tan. Oh my God! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, of course, Damon in it. Um, the way Spike shoots it too, it was almost like you know we've seen you know the the Office and Parks and Rec and all these you know handheld mockumentary, but that was like sort of before uh-huh. all that. And um, I don't know, just talk about just all these years later, how you could watch it today and it still is shocking. You know, the minstrel show, like it's mm-hmm. still shocking, uh-huh. shocking ahead of its time, even when you watch it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. And and I just saw it the other night, as a matter of fact, and it still help, It still holds up as a great comedy movie, too. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's a parody. It's 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 a it's really it's really a good movie to watch. So you really understand what has happened to blacks and black entertainment, you know, and um, you really do see that what's funny to us is funny to everyone. Right. Like we are seriously in one country. You know, uh, you can get you can get a room full of us together, even probably kids from every walk of life and they would yeah. love Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Would love the Lucy. They would la- they would laugh they would their love butts Carol off. Burnett. They would love in living color. They would yeah. love 
They would love. They would love uh, Led Zeppelin. They would love the Black Panther. Yeah, love... this is who we are. People go see Barbie. They, it doesn't matter if yeah. you're, you know. Yeah. It's a yeah. I'm glad we're shattering these old myths of you know this doesn't travel or this yeah. you know doesn't make money. No, Black Panther and Barbie, bo- yeah. biggest blockbusters. You know what I mean? So yeah. Oh man, you know we can't let the big green monster um, make us forget that we're not green. We're all colors. Yep. Absolutely. And and that's why you could get a room full of people at Bethesda Theater. Uh, see how we're trying to bring it back around. <laughs> uh, what a segue, my man! Oh my gosh, he's been—he's a, a pro. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, no, you're making it easy. From both Alabama, no great. And somewhere in here is where I'm going to drop in our convo about Planet of the Apes and all of our deep social oh, good, commentary. Good. We're right here in his enemy, right and, there, and, ready and go. And dropping in now. What a day! What a day! This has been a busy one for you. Yeah. Or do you just mean in our nation's history? <laughs> yeah, well. Because <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, indictments hey, are coming down, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty much how it how it's always been, you know. Pretty the, much. The rich get richer, and the poor get nothing. Let's try to change you know? that. Let's try to change that. I don't know how we change. We that. are. Yeah. You know, we 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 we're the ones that do. Yeah. If it was left up to them, they'd go ahead and push the button. So they can live on the moon. Exactly. No, that's right. how that's how serious they are about having everything to themselves. Yeah. You know, and you're they right. really they really think they can do it too. If you if you take a look at it, why are all these super duper rich people going to the moon? They want to leave us all behind. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just they're, they're just looking for the emergency, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it all goes down, we're gonna be the ones that are gonna have everything. Yeah. And it's such an illusion. They, we, you know, as primates, we still haven't learned. Yeah. If we bite into an apple, right, and we're starving, then we're 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 dependent on what was already here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no changing that around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, why don't we put up our own sun? <laughs> <laughs> right. I love this. It's 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 it's, it's like, yeah, it's Planet of the Apes, man. With the Statue of Liberty on the beach. It's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. One, it, one of the great exactly twi- twist that. endings ever, right? You're like, oh my God, they've been here the whole well, time. Well, <laughs> right. But 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 I love the I love the writer because he was he's just trying to warn us. Right. Exactly. You know, and, and Dr. Zayas did not want the apes to know about the humans because he just didn't want the earth to go through that again. Oh. It, that is a deep. That is a that is a great movie, man. It really is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. When you said, "Hey, there's something we can do about it," you mean it. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 this, yeah, and that's that's why you have what you have. You know, you know, you're just a. We know we're just vapor, and we're just a part of it. You know what I mean? So, you know, luckily our parents or our friends or whatever got us to the point where where we can actually articulate the real truth. You know. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah, th- this is gonna yeah. be. It know, takes one to know one. It takes one to know one. I feel you, man. I feel you. Um, no, yeah. but it's you make it easy. I love when I get to hop on. Just serious, real talk. I love when I get to hop on, and it's not just like boom. Then you did this. Then you did this, and you know they right, don't right, look right, like right, they right. want to be there. I love what I mean. You've taken this to like some really deep places, some hilarious places. You did an Obama impression. Mm-hmm. I love. I just love the fluidity of it. So thank you so much. Oh, you got it, man. You got it. And um, I'll see you there. If you can make it to Bethesda, it'd be cool. Absolutely. It's going to be a really good show. And um, we can talk a little bit. You know, that's the good thing. Yeah, the best we, part. 
and maybe not next to the bathroom. You know, we could talk, you know, right. in better. Yeah, better, yeah, yeah. It'd be a little better. weird going to the bathroom together. So we're not going to do that thing. But <laughs> still, like The Rock said, when you're on the toilet, never look, you know. <laughs> you know. The, the Rock, <laughs> yeah, The Rock. <laughs> right, right, right. You never you never look next next to the person, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Go, uh, uh, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, awesome. This was so much fun. Um, again, everyone, it's Tommy Davidson coming to Bethesda Theater on Thursday, August 24th. So get your tickets now. And everyone that went to high school with him, come on down. See your old pal, Bethesda. It's going to be great. Nothing but love. Thank you, guys. Have a good day, man. You too, man. Thanks you so too. much. Thank you so much for doing All right. this. Yeah. You got it. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.